podcast. This is Randy Lidke. Uh, this episode, Brendan and I call one of his uh, crazy friends that he grew up with, catch up with him, a guy I've been hearing about for a long time. Nice to finally talk to him. Uh, that song in the intro is uh, by uh, Nick Thorburn. Uh, we've had him on the podcast before. He's in a band called Islands. He was in a band called The Unicorns. Uh, he's a cool guy. Just released a new solo album. Nick Diamonds is his uh, solo project name. And uh, the album's called City of Courts, and that's the title track, City of Courts. Go buy his album. It's awesome. He does great music. He also, um, people are learning about him more because he did the theme song for Serial. Remember that podcast, Serial? Uh, well, all that killer music in that podcast is by him. Go buy his new album, City of Quartz, by Nick Diamonds. Um, he's not paying me to say that. Doesn't even know I'm saying it. Might even get mad that I'm saying it because he's so cool. He's so cool he gets mad when people try to help him. What a cool guy. All right, well, a uh, few uh, shows to plug before we get started. Uh, Nick Thune and I will be in uh, Bellevue, Washington at Parlor Live, July 23rd to the 25th. Go to parlorlive.com. Uh, Brendan Walsh will be at the San Francisco Punchline, August 20th through the 22nd. Punchline, uh, I don't know what their website is, but you can figure it out. Your big boy, XXL, big boy. Also, Brendan and I will both be in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, August 28th and 29th as part of the Odd Block Comedy Festival. Go to oddblock.ca. And I think we're doing a live Bone Zone podcast there as part of the festival, August 28th through the 29th in Winnipeg. Uh, And then September 18th, I'll be in Little Rock, Arkansas at Juanita's. September 19th, Lafayette. Go to lafayettecomedy.com, Lafayette, Louisiana. September 20th, I'll be in New Orleans, Louisiana at the New Movement Theater. Go to newmovementtheater.com. Also, if you still want to buy a Lidkey hat, the new color is still available at lidkeyhat.tumblr.com. It's a, it's a beanie with a, a pom pom on top of it. And uh, also, I, I got a new shirt that I'm going to be selling at the uh, at the Bellevue shows, but I'm selling a few of them online. So if you want to buy a brand new uh, shirt, it's a, a Slumberjack shirt, go to lidkeyhat.tumblr.com and buy one of my shirts while they're still available. Very limited amount. And check out, uh, we have a new website. Uh, it's still bonezonepodcast.com, but the people over at woollylabs.com hooked us up, gave us a really killer new site. So if you want to listen to our episodes or look through old episodes, go to bonezonepodcast.com. And if you're going to be buying anything on amazon.com, use our Amazon portal at the top of the site, and uh, when you buy things from Amazon that you're going to buy anyways through our website, it gives us a little bit of a kickback, and that's a good way, a good easy way to support our podcast. So uh, every time you want to buy something from Amazon, go to bonezonepodcast.com, click on our Amazon portal, and buy away. Also, just a heads up, I will be recording my very first comedy album for Comedy Central Records the first week of August. We're still trying to figure out the exact date and location, but it will be in Los Angeles most likely. So if you live in this general area, I really need you to come out for that night. We'll be doing two shows and uh, come to one of those and and really help me out. Laugh in the audience of my very first comedy album. 
uh, it's exciting. All right, enjoy this episode and enjoy the rest of this smooth track as I play you out. Guess what time it is, boneheads? It's time for part two of the Dracula podcast. We got so much positive feedback on the first Dracula Tooth podcast that we decided to make that a staple in the Bone Zone. Next to me is Dracula Randy. (laughs) Hey, Brendan. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh. All right, I'll take the Dracula teeth out just for this one podcast until Randy can find his Dracula teeth. After this, it's all Dracula teeth all the time. Everyone loved it. Every single person that commented on that podcast, it was positive. It was positive. We got a couple joke negative tweets, but they were joking. But they're people who are already know who are big fans, yeah. and they're just razzing us. I am a little pissed that I told you not to wear your Dracula teeth out, and you wore them... You wore them out. I went to a movie. Yeah. I saw Jurassic World with them in. Yeah. Yeah. How was it? Good movie. I don't know. Maybe it was just the Dracula teeth, but it, I thought it was a good movie. Did you eat popcorn? Yeah. Ate popcorn, had some soda, some raisinets. With Dracula teeth in. Yeah. Made it easier. Chomp yeah. on them. Yeah. You know, the good thing with Dracula teeth, when you're eating raisinets, you can, you can spear one with one of your fangs and save it for later. Yeah. You know what else is funny to do? I did this after the movie. Uh, Bloody Marys. Oh snap! With I didn't Dracula think of teeth. That. Yeah, that would be fun to do. Go to like Edendale for brunch with our Dracula teeth yeah. and just get Bloody Marys. I don't have Dracula teeth in, but I do have a lozenge in. So this is going to be the lozenge episode. So there'll still be annoying mouth sounds for everyone to hear. Sounds like you know Billy Crystal used to do a bit on like the Tonight Show, where he would like uh, do uh, an impression of a tap dancer. Huh. Put a a lozenge. Oh, really? Oh, that's pretty good. Tap it around. Yeah, you need a fresh one though. That yeah. one sounds kind of sucked out. Yeah, I'll let you know when I put a new one in. <laughs> hey guys, Rand Man's been sick. So if you go to the Bone Zone website, we have a link to a GoFundMe page uh, to pay for Randy's medical bills. Medical bills, and I need new underwear. Unrelated. And uh, and as everybody knows, Randy can't wear over-the-counter underwear. No, I wear prescription underwear, but it's for a different issue. <laughs> I have a very sensitive penis. <laughs> Did you have a good 4th of July, Rand Man? Oh, it was the best. I stayed inside. I, uh, I made pho. Mm-hmm. Um, On your girlfriend? <laughs> no. I made, I made, I uh, used my pressure cooker, made some pho. Oh. Yeah. Pork? 
in there? Chicken this time because okay. it's going to be faster than than traditional beef. You can do it in 20 minutes. Well, 20 minutes once the pressure cooker is going, so it takes a little while to get everything ready. But I was pretty proud of it. Tastes good. Made a giant batch of it. I've I've had pho the last seven days in a row. Because you got a, a big old sinus infection from yeah. doing too much coke when you were in New York. I did too much coke when I was in New York. And Boston. And after you Boston. Take your and Tulsa and Edmonton. Oh, that's right. You were all coked out in Tulsa. I did a lot of coke in the month of June. One of my favorite moments of the Tulsa Festival, that was, uh, we probably already thanked everybody for coming out to our live Tulsa mm-hmm. br- uh, podcast, but uh, at the end of the night, on the last night, when Randy got so drunk, he missed his flight the next day. I missed my flight, not because I was still drunk, but because I was too sick to catch it. <laughs> it wasn't like I was still drunk. No, yeah. You had a crazy night. I had a crazy night, and I was just, I felt... I would have puked on the plane if I would have made it to the plane. Because at the exact time my plane was supposed to be leaving, I was puking in the Ooh. hotel. It's funny. You didn't seem like that drunk. You, I mean, you seemed extra silly, but there yeah. was nothing like... I was drunk. And guy. someone... Who was it? Someone came up to me. Dang it. I wish I could remember who it was. But someone came up to... Oh, maybe it was Joe DeRosa. Mm-hmm. He was like, hey, do you remember doing this? He's like, because me and Sarah Schaefer uh, were talking to you and you did this and we thought you were just acting like you were drunk. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't remember doing that. Uh-huh. He said, do you, you finished your drink and then you threw it over your head behind you. <laughs> and I was like, no, I have no re- yeah. recollection of that. That's, that's what we're getting drunk. That's why we get drunk because yeah. then you do like crazy, outrageous, fun things like that. I was having a lot of fun. Well, one night. of my favorite things that night was um, before like we did all the song singing thing. Like they had a band there who was like amazing. This two man band, a drummer and a guitarist, or he would play bass and they played like this Beastie really Boy medley shit where the drummer the drummer and the and the singer were both singing like passing it off old school Beastie Boy style yeah. Like, yeah, no, it what? looked very difficult yeah it was great and then the band then they had more people come up and then this guy Josh Adam Myers does this thing with the band where people come up and tell a story about a song that they like mm-hmm. and then they sing the song it's basically like a karaoke but with a live band <laughs> And you know, you know, you know the song already because you chose it. Um, but right before that, we were, I like, there was like a ledge up to the field. Maybe you don't even remember this. Uh, there was a ledge up to like the field where you watch the, uh, the music where everybody was standing. Okay. And there was like a little VIP field, section yeah. down low. And I was up like, I guess doing like sound check or something for the song that I was going to sing. And and then I came back down, but like I kind of jumped off the ledge and acted like, oh, like I was off balance. And oh, you were trying to shit. keep me okay. from falling. And yeah. we were like cartoonishly just so going was, in a circle. I was where you chasing were like, you around, <laughs> making sure you didn't fall. You're behind but me. But it was for like 45 seconds. <laughs> yeah. And then you fell. <laughs> I fell because I, I stepped on, there was an extension the cable, cord. Yeah. And so when I stepped on it, it just kept rolling. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I do remember that. But it was perfect because I thought <laughs> you, were... you did it on per Because it was like a perfect, it was perfect comedic timing and the perfect comedic thing to do to be a guy trying to keep a guy from mm-hmm. falling and, and then, then fall. But it's even funnier that I actually fall. Yeah. Not, not joke <laughs> yeah, fall. made it even Because funnier. it didn't really hurt that bad and... I thought I was going to, because I landed on my the side of my calf, mm-hmm. and I had shorts on, 
And uh, a couple of days later, it kind of scabbed up a little bit. Ooh. But just like really minor. Yeah. But I was I felt bad for the worth people. it. People had to sit next to me on the airplane on the way a home. Scabby short leg. Just a guy with like a fresh wound <laughs> on his leg. <laughs> and it was like it was puking. so sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I had a lot of fun. And then remember uh, at the end they let everyone get on stage. Were you there for that? At the end of the singing, uh-huh. they brought uh, all the comedians up. Oh, I didn't. I was for like one last song. Maybe you were, stepped out or something. Yeah, I don't know where I was. I didn't even sing, but I got. Oh, up there. I went upstairs. Me and Johnny Pemberton, who was also there, we went because it was it was still fairly like warm outside. Yeah, in Tulsa it was hot and um, at night times. There. there was this upstairs where like Johnny and Josh Fadum did their show, mm-hmm. oh, and me and Johnny like shit. I went to the bathroom, bumped into Johnny. And he was like, oh, let's see what's going on upstairs. And it was like totally, there were like some regular people just playing pool there, but it was super air conditioned. Yeah, nice, yeah. And nobody manning because the sound. downstairs, board. the front and back doors were wide open. Yeah. So it didn't. It was super nice up there. And then we took over plugging our phones in to uh, play music. Uh, so that's how that whole thing started at the end. Where yeah, there I was guess like so. A, a, everyone got kicked out except for we were allowed to go upstairs. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. You had a drill? Do you remember having yeah. that drill? Well, yeah, we'll get to that. But I got on stage because everyone was on stage, and um, I just kept hitting on the guy's keyboard. Oh, brother. And uh, he finally, he was like having a, an okay time with it. I think his biggest problem was there were so many people on the stage that you couldn't see the keyboard yeah. player anymore. Yeah. So I think he got worried that people people thought he was a bad keyboard player because after I, he just played 10 songs perfectly. yeah yeah because he would be playing along with it and i would just like hit random notes oh. and it would sound really bad and then yeah. he finally goes okay go go for it and he went and sat down oh and then like kind of like uh like okay see go ahead i don't care yeah and then i was just like hitting it and then, then also that's when i realized that i could have the microphone too <laughs> and so i just kept shouting that I have a tiny dick. <laughs> and I <laughs> I didn't think you could hear it because on yeah. stage it was so loud, but like it was as loud as everything yeah. else, so everyone could really <laughs> hear it. That's uh the good old days when we would like brag about whose dick was tiny. Yeah. There's if you're ever backstage in the green room of the Douglas Fur Lounge in Portland, uh-huh. I graffitied in there. I have a tiny I have a tiny dick. I yeah, and I wrote I'm gay. <laughs> and it's next to all these like bands and stuff who like yeah. signed the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, there's a bunch of bands and then somebody with a tiny dick. Oh, and a gay guy. But yeah. hey, Love Wins. Love remember wins. everyone? And then we ended up upstairs, and Johnny was like kind of DJing, and mm-hmm. there was a cordless drill by the mixing board. Yep, a Ryobi uh, screw gun. And I grabbed it. Yeah, it just had a had a drill bit, and it didn't have a. Uh, it had a like not a drill bit. Yeah, yeah, it had a Phillips head screwdriver bit, and so I just like was dancing with it and pulling the trigger to the yeah. rhythm of the music. <laughs> I was like so. I was way more confident. You were fun. I was having a lot of fun, yeah. but also like I wouldn't. I and I did it until it ran out of batteries. It was like yeah. forty-five minutes later when it yeah. ran out of batteries, and uh, some people were like trying to get it away from me. But then yeah. I showed them that I wasn't dangerous by doing something dangerous but not hurting anyone. Uh, so I'd like drill it next to people's faces yeah. and stuff. <laughs> and then I I wanted they brought up one more bottle of whiskey upstairs which was like a total bad idea. Well, I mean not for like I I don't think I had drank that much yeah. that night. I mean for you it was a bad Oh idea. my god. I don't I think I poured one more and I didn't finish it cuz that's when I really realized it but disappeared so quickly like Byron bottle. Bowers had the full bottle like unopened uh-huh. and was like, "Hey y'all, blah blah blah" and like said some shit. 
And then by the time I like talked to somebody for a minute, made my way over to the table to freshen up my drink, it was totally yeah. gone. Uh, so like fucking 900 comedians were like, oh, fuck. And just last like bottle of liquor. Yeah. I wanted some ice and a cup for it. And I went downstairs um, and I was like, can I have some ice? And they're like, sorry, we just closed down. We're all, we don't have any. Yeah. And I was like, oh, the, I, the reason I'm back is because the lady said that they had some ice. And then um, that lady was like in the back or something. Mm-hmm. But the two people by the bar were just like, no, we already emptied our wells and stuff. But then I looked back at the lady and I was like, oh, that's right. They have an ice machine. Yeah. And so I just like ran back there and I grabbed as much ice as I could. <laughs> and they kind of laughed. And then I ran around the corner and my drill fell out of my pocket. <laughs> and they were kind of like, what the fuck? This guy. I, I go, drop my drill. <laughs> and they go, yeah, that happens. <laughs> and I ran upstairs and continued to drink. They were nice. That was, uh, what was that place called? The Fur Shop? In yeah, I think it was called The Fur Shop. That place uh, was fun, yeah. Yeah, it's a good bar. That's the kind of place I would probably hang out at. I ended up back at that, uh, that German Fa- oh, yeah. Fasslers or Fazlers. Something like that. I ate there before I caught my flight when I was like completely out of it. Oh, wow. And um, the people that worked behind the counter were nice to me. Yeah, the, we did a show there the day before. <coughs> and um, the when you were on stage, I was like just sitting at the bar um, with my Walkman, you know, with my iPod in because I don't want to hear you, you know? Mm-hmm. Just listening to some of my favorite tunes. <laughs> and. Uh, no, but the uh, staff was all really enjoying you. The whole like backstage or the the people behind the bar. There were like four or five people behind the bar, and they were all like totally listening yeah. and laughing. So, yeah, so one guy that worked there gave me a compliment. I didn't know if they knew who I was because they didn't like say anything. And everybody in Tulsa looks like you. Yeah, it's a very randish. Everybody. Town. Well, David O'Doherty just tweeted that he thought he saw me in Dublin. I know. So there's a lot of places. Popular that look a now. Popular look. You're a big guy with a beard. I mean, like yeah. red hair and a beard and over six two. You, yeah. Yeah, and no matter Anyone what your that, face looks like, you look like Randy. Totally. That's, that's. But I get the same thing too, where people just, if you have a beard, we've talked about this. People were just like, "Oh, you're like, oh, you remind me, you yeah. look like that guy." It's like, no. If you were. This is the only because there there have been studies done. You know, like they say it's racist if white people think all black people look alike. Mm-hmm. And uh, you who know, says that's racist? Uh, well, pe- it's a touchy subject for okay. sure. So they don't look all alike. <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's there's a real study that's been done where you know, and black people think white people look yeah. alike, and Asian people think Mexicans look alike. You yeah. know, it's based on the parents that you're raised by when you're a baby, there's a certain developmental stage of your life mm-hmm. where you're used to looking at these two faces and uh, those are the faces that you end up being able to recognize the easiest. So if you were, uh, they did the studies with adopted babies who were raised yeah. by parents of different races and it's it's the same. So if a black person is raised by two white parents, he thinks all oh. black people look alike. And that's obviously a gross generalization. Yeah, all yeah. black people look alike. But it's like there's a reason that you it's recognition of of faces is different. So what I'm trying to say is now that gay people can get married, yeah, we need more kids raised by two bearded gay men, <laughs> big bears, because then they'd be, be able, able to, to recognize <laughs> and differentiate different bearded people from each other. There's actually this Tumblr, you know. Uh, our friend Linnea, mm-hmm. uh, who has that dog Jackson, who's yeah. getting old now. Yeah. Um, she we she used to live in my neighborhood, and uh, you know I live in a fairly gay neighborhood. 
Yeah. And we used to hang out a lot, you know, because she lived a couple blocks away, and I would walk her dog when she was at work. Yeah. And um, there we would see all these couples who looked like they look like each other. Yeah, these gay yeah. couples, and she was like, "Oh, we should start uh, like a website called um, BrothersOrLovers.com." Uh huh. And then just post pictures of these guys and have people send them in. And I was like, oh, that's a great idea. And of course, we didn't do anything with it. Yeah. And then she just texted me the other night. There's a Tumblr page somebody started. And it's insane. I mean, I'll forward it to you uh, when I find it. And then everybody can, uh, you guys can look at this on your own. Okay, it's called Boyfriend Twin. All one word. Boyfriendtwin.tumblr.com. And it's insane the, how, like, yeah. there's every single one on here is, uh, they look exactly, like, a lot of these guys just look exactly alike. Yeah. And that's, like, a weird kind of, I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm not a gay guy. Like, I don't think it's weird to be gay. Like, I don't relate to it, Yeah, you know? but, it, I mean, it, it, it's just something that's not possible when a guy and a girl are dating. So it's it's interesting. I mean, it could be, like, if you're a soft-looking guy. But not exactly the same. No. But it also um, makes it more possible for people to get married and having the same first name. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. So there could be a couple that have the same first and last name. Yeah. It'll be super confusing. Hi, I'm here to speak oh. to Wendy Johnson. Okay, which one? How do you, I guess, is that going to, nobody's taking anybody's <laughs> last name in gay marriage. No, you're probably right? right. I mean, they might hyphenate. Because people both. don't even do it. Oh, that's probably hyphenation. So, so it'll be like, which first, which last name is first on the hyphen? That's how you yeah. tell people with the same first name apart when they get married. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. You for know the what? I was actually industry. just. You know what? Like, if two lesbian and don't get offended because this is a real question. Yeah. But if two lesbians get married, they scissor. That's what it's called. <laughs> no, I was gonna say like, do they have to find a different, just like a, a man to take their last name? Just like, <laughs> like they just find a random guy and they're like, <laughs> right. I guess we'll take your last yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. They find a guy with a cool last name. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, hey, Axel Rose. Yeah, and they have like a surrogate for their last name. Yeah, that's uh. I had made a joke when, you know, when the gay marriage thing happened, because it's Twitter, and... Um, oh, yeah, definitely. And I was like, you know, like, something to the effect of, like, uh, not only are gay people celebrating, but divorce, divorce lawyers are totally creaming their jeans. Because yeah. it's like, honestly, I bet divorce lawyers are like, fucking A, we just opened this market wide open. Like, yeah. And, and then there was, like, I was got a little backlash, and I saw on other people, they were just like, Anybody making divorce jokes on this day, uh, just give it a day at least mm. to be this cynical. And it's like, I just hate it when there's like joke police on Twitter, especially when they're fucking comedians too. And it's like, yeah. didn't you make a joke when Michael Jackson died? A human died. Yeah. And like, because gay marriage, like, because I did another tweet about like, instead of making ma a gay marriage legal, just make all marriage illegal because it's yeah. a fucking dumb thing anyway. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's legality. It's like, okay, I, it, I, I mean, I get it. I get yeah, the, like, yeah. gay marriage thing. I'm not saying, like, gay shouldn't be married, but, like, it's still kind of, like, a silly thing where, you know, just a whole ritual. Like, if you want to, like, you should be able to do whatever you want. Like, yeah. if you want to leave, like, if you're in a relationship with somebody, whether it's, you know, a guy or, or a dude uh, or a chick, 
you, and and you've been together and you say like, hey, when I die, I want them to get my fucking Porsche or or whatever, like whatever shit you're gonna have to deal with, then you should be able to leave it to anybody, yeah. you know. But I I just don't like it. There's such a double standard with joking, yeah, on yeah. Twitter. There was a uh, there's this comic in New York named Drew Michael, who uh, had some joke about because there was some. Some politician somewhere, and I, I don't remember all the details, but some politician in some southern state tried to make all marriage illegal oh. <laughs> to keep the gay to keep yeah, yeah, the gays yeah, yeah. from getting married. But like in turn, it was like he talks about how it's the most progressive thing ever because yeah. it's like, well, if gay people can't get married, no one can get married, and how marriage is this dumb made up thing. Yeah. But uh, someone tried to do that. Like he's like. Yeah. Just to keep from gay people from getting married. Yeah. Let's just all take one for the team and not get married. Yeah. I wasn't doing it out of hate. Uh, no, maybe no, that's I know. how. But I do get like kind of caught up. Like I forget that there's a whole world full of real people out there. Yeah, yeah. And like I live in this bubble where everybody's just a fucking goofball. Totally. And everything's a joke. So I'm like, you don't get that. But it's like, oh, I guess yeah. if you're just like. Some guy who's pissed off about it's shit so and like weird sensitive about being stuff. completely surrounded. Like I remember, like I, this is something that has stayed with me for some reason. But I remember going to a Stephen. Remember Stephen Lynch? Yeah, yeah. So my brother was like, "Hey, there's this guy that they keep playing on the radio in Portland. Mm-hmm. You should listen to his stuff." And this is like be- way before I started doing comedy. And I was like, "Ah, oh, this guy's hilarious." I've since like listened to some of it. And I'm like, oh, I would have never found that funny now. Yeah. It's it's weird how your senses of, of humor change, but also your sense of like what's offensive. Because we went to a Stephen Lynch show, and he had some song where was he, he with Mitch Hedberg. No, this oh. was before that. Do you know Mark Tyke? That's familiar. He's like um, a commercial actor, and he's kind of like one of Bronger's friends. And he used to like book a couple stand-up shows. Okay, short guy, tiny hands, bald. Okay, I, I mean, I I probably know him the yeah. same. Sounds familiar. But he, like, that guy was, like, Stephen Lynch's best friend, and okay. he would come out at the end and sing, like, four or five songs with him. So when uh, I moved to L.A., I was like, hey, it's that fucking guy. Yeah. Uh, but he had this song where he just, like, the whole song wasn't about religion, but he had this one part, and it was about Jesus being crucified. Uh-huh. And me and the whole audience was like, ugh. Oh. Like like that, you know, being yeah. raised in a small town, and if I would have said anything like that around people yeah. that I grew up around, they'd be like, whoa, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, it's kind of aggressive when it just comes out of nowhere, when you're living in, like, this white bread kind of, or whatever, white bread sounds dismissive, but, like, if you're in a world where you're just doing, like, your thing, and and people don't come up and just say, like, the N-word to be shocking, you know? Well, yeah, we're surrounded <laughs> by people... That when I, t- I I don't think I said this on the podcast, but I told you about it when I was in Edmonton. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> I uh, I was about to go eat at a restaurant by myself. I was just going to mm-hmm. walk somewhere, and then this group of people who I met the night before were like, "Hey, we're driving out to this restaurant," and so I went with them. And then afterwards, we ended up back in one of their hotel rooms, just hanging out, and mm-hmm. we had like gotten to know each other a little bit by then. And I made and something that we've said on the podcast before about how babies. They're talking about babies or something, and Give them, it, it wasn't yeah. forced. It wasn't yeah, like yeah. I was doing a bit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, how babies are jealous that they're not adults yet, and yeah. we know that, so we have a line of products for them. And you know, one of them, like teeth, it's fake teeth, fake yeah. teeth, and like <laughs> wigs for their heads, and also fake pubes. Yeah. Because then that that's what differentiates babies from adults: yeah, is yeah. pubes, <laughs> hair on their head, and, and teeth. teeth. Yeah. And so I said that, and like. 
none of them were into it, like the yeah. baby pube thing. Yeah. It's like we talk about pubeless kids and baby pubes and like sucking babies' dicks and <laughs> to the like, point like, of where like but not like descriptive <laughs> yeah, and no, not like like we say it. Nobody's and it going home and jerk it off. And to none it. of it, it doesn't affect us at all when we say it because you just move on and yeah. it's, it's not like you're like really rationally thinking about it. Yeah. So when I said that, they were like, "Ugh, I don't know." And I was like, "What? No, nah, baby pubes? Not into that." Especially when you're around comics. Yeah. And one kid, where's your line? One kid especially was like, "Yeah, just I don't. I mean, the baby pube, the, the pubes, that's too much." It's making they, me picture. They were baby they dick. were improvisers oh, well, and I'm not stand ups. Yeah, yeah. But also like. <laughs> I'm sure there are improvisers in L.A. that would not have a problem with me saying that. No, if you're a good improviser and, like, you know, the whole improv I don't know about thing. good improv. Well, but, like, Two somebody of them were from Edmonton, like, Alberta. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, no, again, yeah. a very, very, like, secluded, all, all small, you know, white. Well, and you're just, like, you know, it's, like, kind of almost a shared sensibility if yeah. you're in an improv group or whatever. You don't want to, yeah. But you would think that, like, improv guys... Would be more open to like pushing, you know, just whatever, like shit like that. Because, like, if you're doing a scene with somebody, like, you know, what's the most don't, outrageous? Yeah, thing? don't rule out baby pubes for an improv scene. <laughs> yeah. Fake baby pubes. You're working at, okay, so what, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just making a new batch of baby pubes. You making know, some baby Because we, we work at a baby pube factory. A Merkin factory. Yeah. Merkin's, a, you know, Merkin yeah, yeah. is a, it's, Is that like a Middle Eastern thing? No, or? it's a pube wig. Yeah, yeah, but what culture is it from? I think it's from like back in the day yeah. for some reason. Like probably like powdered wig days. Oh, like really? when they would do... I don't know why Merkins existed. Why? Were they shaving and then putting on Merkins? Or, or maybe when you get old? Or like maybe because like in the olden days people died at like fifty. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe because like old people, it seems like their pubes probably fall out. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. They get wispy. Yeah. And you want to have like a thicker. Yeah. I don't know. This is before they had TV even or the internet. If so I worked like, at a at a a pube wig factory, yeah. I'd be all like. Gotta wake up and uh, and uh, dang it, what is that? <laughs> Time to make the Mer- Merkin the Merkins. <laughs> Merkin the Merkin. Like making the Merkin. Uh, uh, that was like your dim sum joke from back when we were in San Francisco. And dim sum. Yeah, I was like, yeah, we'll get some dim sum. And dim sum. <laughs> I just never got that joke. Oh, speaking <sighs> of San Francisco, I'm gonna be there August 20th through 22nd. Awesome. Again, one of my favorite places, Punchline. August 20th through 22nd. We've said it in the intro, probably. Uh, about, oh, also, about this one? Uh, this this one, yeah. We haven't said it in the intro for, for Punchline. Uh, not yet. Okay. Oh, on this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shit. Randy just peeled the curtain back way too far. Oh, Billy Crystal's doing his tap dancing impression. Well, if you want to, uh, speaking of people who aren't afraid of to say anything or offended by anything, I've talked about, um, I have a bit about him. Uh, it's my friend John from Philadelphia, a guy I grew up with. I give his email address out on stage, laserwang at hotmail.com is his email address. And uh, he's, uh, you know, he's still uh, doing his thing. He but before, me, if you're, if you're okay. between right now yeah. and when we get to talk to him, and you're listening, and you just got his email. I would hold up on emailing him. Yeah, 
Well, so, like, if you're listening right now, and all him, you know is that Brendan is... <laughs> no, actually, he no, no, no. give this disclaimer. Do not email him yet. Let's, <laughs> let's talk to him for a little while, and we can talk about, like, maybe why people shouldn't email him. You should ask for him when Be- we call. Say, is uh, can I speak with Laser Wang, please? Me? Yeah. Does he know we're hey, calling? this is Randy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I texted him and said we were going to call him tonight. <laughs> let's picture everyone jumping on the boat, emailing him. Oh, that's fine. No, I'd wait. I've given his email address out a lot. Hello. Hi, can I speak to uh, Laser Wang? Hey, I'm on the no call list, so I don't know what you're trying to do right now. <laughs> no call list for what? For well, you assholes that always call me. <laughs> <laughs> you think you think this is a sales call? I don't know what it is. Are you sleeping? No, I'm Are just watching watching TV on the on the recliner. Watching TV on your recliner? Yes. Dude, what happened? Do you have work tomorrow? No, no, I took off. Oh shit! Took off, yeah. son. Uh, well, yeah. it's you know this is your old friend Brendan. Really? In case you don't, yeah, yeah. You remember my voice? I thought you were dead. <laughs> no, no, dude, I'm alive as fuck. No, he's son. he's gay. He's not dead. I'm gay. I was calling to tell you I'm gay. I'm in uh, Gays Anonymous, and I'm in the 12-step program, so I have to call everyone I've ever met and apologize for being gay. Yeah, you did a lot of weird stuff to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were. I was just uh, uh, in the car with Randy when I texted you um, okay. the other day about when you were a lifeguard in Albany. <laughs> And you were like a lifeguard in like a super black neighborhood, right? Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was, yeah. It was a city pool in, in Philly. It was, um, it was nasty. <laughs> what was your, <laughs> what, what was, what did you do all day? <laughs> I, I would watch kids drown, and, <laughs> and then and then save them after they were already drowning, <laughs> because they had like a, a certain routine that they would do. They would always just like follow the mother that wasn't watching them uh-huh. into the deep end. And then they, the water would slowly get higher and higher to their neck, then to their chin, then to their mouth. And then they would start to go under and I would watch it happen. So then <laughs> I would just let them, you know, go under for a little bit. And then I would pull them out and then they're all like, you know, all kind of water all over their eyes and stuff. <laughs> and, and, then, um, and then I would yell at their mothers for not watching their children. You probably have more saves under your belt than a lot of like the big popular Hawaiian beaches. Oh, I do. Yeah, the, uh, I save a lot of people. We were talking, like, yeah, I texted you, and you reminded me of this, like when uh, you were working at the pool. I called, like, it was at a rec center in Philadelphia, yeah. and I called and left a message as a guy saying that, like, complaining about you, and I said <sighs> that we were like mutually, there was some mutual flirtation going on between <laughs> you and me. And then you grabbed me and pushed me against the fence and got rough with me yeah. to try and uh, have sex with me or whatever. <laughs> I I walked in in the morning. I walked in and there, everyone was sitting in the office, including the the director of the rec center, and they're all <laughs> sitting around the speakerphone cracking up. And I'm like, "What the hell is going on in here?" So I walk in and they's like, "They said, John, I think you have a complaint against you," and they. <laughs> And they played it for me, <laughs> and it was right away. I heard your voice, <laughs> and, and but you're like, um, I want to complain about this guy. His name is either 
Jim or John or something like that, and he's one of your guards, and, you know, there was some mutual flirtation. We were talking. He got rough with me. He threw me against the fence, and uh, I'm calling my lawyer and, you know, all this stuff. And, and it, was, it was funny. <clears throat> and it was funny. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it was funny that they were all listening to it right when I came in. But they, yeah, I know that's perfect timing. Yeah. Uh, but they also knew you were a fucking psycho too. Like, no, they didn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're. What do you do? <laughs> We've known. We we still we went to high school together. I don't remember anything from high school really. Oh, well, we had Mr. Green's class together. That yeah, English guy. Mr. Green's class. And uh, do you still have that bag of pictures that I drew? I have most of them. Because <laughs> I would just draw these like weird pictures to make John laugh. <laughs> ma- ma- <laughs> mainly of like, like I would draw pictures of this one guy, Jamie, getting like beat up and kicked and stuff. <laughs> like, I just remember one picture of him just like curled up in a ball and guys kicking him and him going, Agamemnon. Because we had to read from like whatever that book that Agamemnon's in. And we just it thought was it was a English class, so we were doing all kinds of Shakespeare things. Yeah, but he, Mr. Green, would kick us out, or he would kick one of us out usually, because we were just always goofing around and cracking up. And then right. he would like when he would kick one of us out, it got to a point where he'd be like, "Brendan, get out of my room. John, you can go too," because <laughs> we would try to get kicked out at the same time, so we just like, be out. <laughs> Every day, the same thing with Brandon and John, leave my room. <laughs> gotta make, if you gotta make water, like he would say that for pissing, you remember that? Yeah, he was weird. So what do you, uh, you're not a lifeguard anymore. No. You're, <laughs> you're a steam fitter, right? <laughs> yes, I'm a steam fitter. Do now. you want to explain what steam fitters are to everybody? And to us, because we've had this conversation before. I think I have a grasp on it. It, it, it has to do with pipes and buildings. Yeah. Yes. Water pipes? Do. Who is this? Is this Randy? Randy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Randy and Brendan. Hi, I'm Randy. Hi, Randy. Nice to meet you. Hey, man. <laughs> so, no, we, we do um, industrial pharmaceutical uh, heating and air conditioning, like any kind of piping work that needs to be done, welding. But um, not we water pipes? We do steam, we do hot water, depending on what it is. I mean, regular domestic hot water for plumbing and things like that, like uh, bathrooms and houses, like that, that's a plumber that does that. But we do uh, everything else. And So like bigger pipes? We it's Longer we do pipes? big stuff. We we also do small stuff, um, but we do like medical gas for hospitals. We do labs in pharmaceutical places. We do you know, anything. So like, walk us through a day. <laughs> like you're at your job site, <laughs> right? And you have like a bunch of guys that you work with. Yeah, there's all. It depends on what type of job it is, but usually if it's a larger construction job, there's. There's the steam fitters, there are electricians, there are uh, duct sheet metal workers who do the, all the air duct, and uh, so there's just a lot of construction guys. And so, like, what, mustaches. <laughs> what do you do to these guys? Like, what are some stories? Because you've told me a lot of stories about, like, shit that you're doing on the job site. Well, my new thing is I, I tell guys that I'm going to rape them. <laughs> 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 Anytime... <laughs> Someone goes near my tools. 
I'd put my finger in their face. I will fucking rape you. <laughs> and, and, you know. But what was, that's didn't you like fly name. around on a rope and stuff? <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Didn't you like fly around on a rope and like, you uh, told me so many stories of like <laughs> fucking with these guys that you work with who are just regular union guys yeah. and you have like ninja masks. You were like hanging on a rope. There was one time you were like hanging off a rope, flying around. We have to wear like full body harnesses sometimes if we're like on a high reach or you know, doing any kind of elevated work so you don't get hurt. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll hook my, there's a, like a lanyard on the back of your harness. And mm-hmm. I'll hook it to like, like a support steel or something like that. And then I'll lower the, the man lift so I'm just hanging up there. <laughs> And I'll just, I'll push off and, and fly like Superman and, until I get yelled at. <laughs> Who's yelled? Well, you've been doing this for like what, tw- like twenty years almost now. It'll be seventeen years next week. Jesus Christ, man! Yeah, long time. Aren't there like? Did you make? Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the stories. Like they all seem, they are all blending together. Like uh, you'd make like lists of like guys you would fuck or something and like the, what's the stuff that you do to like these guys that are just like these like 50 year old guys with wives and kids that you like you get them like pissed off at you well everyone in construction is extra homophobic <laughs> so, so you have to uh any kind of question or how much money would you need to do this it has to be something gay that, that's like the that's like a construction guy's kryptonite is anything gay. <laughs> so, and usually older guys are worse than the younger guys. So I asked them, you know, how much to eat a guy's ass, how much to, to get calm on your chest. Would you take, you know, uh, this is the best question is if the owner of the company gave you guarantee that he would pay you for five years straight and you, all your benefits and your retirement and everything paid for, but you don't have to go to work for five years. You just have to come to the office once a month for about 20 minutes, take off your shirt. Two dudes are going to come out and jerk off on your chest. Just once a month, you have to do this. Would you <laughs> take the deal for five years? And what, do they, and, uh, what do they do? Some guys say yes. One guy told me he would do it once a week. <laughs> you didn't have to do the work. <laughs> but <laughs> most of the older guys say, no way, I could never live with myself. Uh, I have to shave my mustache off, uh, you know. Does anybody, like, get, I, like, you've, like, pissed some guys off, though, right? Like, where they're, like, they don't want to work with you, or? Oh, yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what's some of, like, what's the funniest story that you have? <laughs> just, just that type of stuff. They They think that I'm gay. And they, they feel uncomfortable around me. And um, <laughs> what else they say? <laughs> They're just like, you're fucked up, man. I don't want to be around you. you know? And they, they just, you know, they don't, I mean, nothing major has happened. They just, you know, some guys just don't like me. Well, all right. Um, yeah. I guess that's Shit it. happens, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have like a wife. You have like a crazy Latino wife who doesn't like me. She's Vietnamese. <laughs> she's not Vietnamese. No, no, she's Venezuelan. And you have like two kids, right? Yep, I have a baby, one year old, and a four year old. And the four didn't your four year old shit herself at the pool or something recently? <laughs> <laughs> oh 
yeah, last year. <laughs> she tells me that she has to shit just as it's starting to come out. So <laughs> I throw her out of the pool, and it didn't get in the pool, but it all came out the sides of her bathing suit all over the deck of the pool. <sighs> I had to throw a towel around her, and then I'm just, you know, cleaning her up with paper towels and whatever while there's a bunch of people standing around watching. So that was exciting. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, kids are fucked up. Let me tell you. <laughs> if you don't have them, then you're not missing anything. I'm going to have kids soon, dude. I hope you're not serious. Everybody that has kids really? is like, don't have kids. You like your kids, though, right? No, I, I like, I like the kids, but if... If you never had the kids and you don't know what it's like to have them, then you're probably better off. Yeah. I now know. that I have them, I wouldn't go back. But, yeah, they're, they're crazy. But if you had, like, a, a crystal ball, like, five years ago that showed you what was in your future, you'd be like, <laughs> oh, maybe I'll just, maybe I won't do that. <laughs> the baby cries all day. <laughs> Doesn't sleep. The baby wakes up at 6 in the morning and is awake until 6.30 at night. No naps, nothing. Well, what's funny to me is you have two girls, right? Yes. And you were, like, the fucking craziest motherfucker. Like, John was a guy, like, you could fight. John was, like, he, like, you did, like, what, Golden Gloves boxing for a little bit? Uh, was, didn't you, you I won one fight because the guy didn't show up or something? I was in the Philadelphia Golden Gloves tournament. And I had two scheduled fights in my weight class, and neither showed up. So you were so the champion. I was the champion. I was, I was the walkover champion. I got the trophy, and that was it. I didn't have to throw a punch. Uh, but you knew how to fight and stuff. So, like, guys would want to, like, uh, fight John a lot because John was, like, a good-looking guy and, like, a fucking wise ass. But, like, he kind of looked, you know, you, like, you're so good-looking, everybody thought you were gay or whatever. Like, that was right. just, like, the Philly guys. Oh, that guy's gay. Um, yeah, you guys used to call me the little gay dude. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you and Paul, your friend Paul, uh, do you do an impression of Paul? <laughs> yeah, do Paul. No, you do it. Oh, I do. Hey, man, how you doing, man? Paul, <laughs> Paul had a van, and he, he spray-painted sex van on the side of it, right? Yeah. Or sex man. Sex man, or sex man yeah. And then you guys... If if you want to tell the story, when you guys were roommates and those girls lived downstairs <laughs> from you, right? And you guys, no, they live next door. Oh, they live next door. Yeah. Just do, do you want to tell the stuff that you did to to the girls? Like, didn't sure. both of you you gave them both dildos for Christmas one year or something? <laughs> like, you guys were fucking. Paul, you were both fucking the girls, right? Paul gave them vibrators. Uh huh. And I was using the one on the one girl in the other bedroom, and it was so loud that I could hear Paul and the other girl laughing in the other room because it was so loud. You, you heard the vibrator going, ring, 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 as it went in and out. <laughs> but then, like, what about the belt stuff and the, 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 uh, the ash, the, the, the uh, you remember the hats, like the, the Virgo or whatever? <laughs> That's a completely different story. Okay. Well, tell but, that shit. But there... There was the one story where Paul brought the girl in his bedroom and he wanted me to take pictures of it while he was, you know, having sex with her, he had her tied to the bed. And then 
I, so I go in, he goes, I'll have a blind, she was blindfolded. And he had the radio turned off, and I come in, I was taking some pictures. And then, <laughs> and then I went back out, because I was doing, I was an apprentice, and I did homework to do it, it's six o'clock at night. So I'm trying to do my homework, he comes back out all sweaty. And he's like, you gotta come in and get more pictures, you gotta get more pictures. So I come back in the room, she's still tied to the bed, he has the bandana on his head because he was sweating. And now she has a Santa Claus hat pulled over her face. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just, he's, you know, plowing away. And I'm taking pictures and I'm laughing. Oh, my and gosh. It, it was great. But what, what, remember the belt thing that you guys worked out? <laughs> but that never happened. Oh, <laughs> we Tell the idea, we were, though. <laughs> we said that um, we were both going to, Try to like put belts around their neck at different times, like while we're having sex with them, and then uh, they would talk about it, like like oh Paul tried to put a belt around my neck, and then the other girl would be like oh my god John tried to do the same thing to me, <laughs> you know. So that was the plan, but we, it just never happened. <laughs> when you were at uh, the, this is a story I haven't thought about in a while, but I told uh, I've told this a lot in the past is when when you were at Temple and you had the. Uh, you had that list of things to do on your, on your tour. Yeah, I had a, a things to do list on my closet door in my bedroom. And um, it was like real things. One through 10 were, were real things. And then it was like number 11, bang, ho, bang hose. Number 12 was drink 40s or something like that. And I brought this girl home one night. And then in the morning she gets up and she starts reading it. It said bang bitches on there, right? I was like, hey, you can check that off. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't you get your battery stolen out of your car like five times when you went to Temple? (laughs) No, I I had cars stolen. I had the battery stolen when I was at a party at Temple. And they did a nice job. They almost had a ratchet set with them and everything. Oh, I thought your battery got stolen more than once. No, I had the batteries. No, they broke into my car more than once. They stole my speakers. They mm-hmm. stole my tapes, my cassette tapes. Yeah. So I think I had an amplifier. They <laughs> ripped out the back seat. This was. <laughs> they just kept. I had nothing else left in the car, and they just kept breaking in and trying to steal more things. I always think that's crazy that like people from out of state go to Temple because it has like a decent reputation as a school. Right. And they have no idea. Like when they go to visit it. Like the campus is nice, yeah. but the neighborhood surrounding the campus is fucking like Beirut. Yeah. Well, that's an outdated yeah. reference, yeah. but it's like right. it's psychotically bad. It's like the, one like of the Iraq. worst neighborhoods in the country. And like I just imagine, like some kid from Iowa is like, "Oh, Temple, Tim and Eric went here. I'll go here." And then they're like, "Wait, the dorms? I have to walk through this neighborhood to get to fucking school?" Like crazy, cracked out, fucking the worst neighborhood in the country. That's horrible. Well, I I heard that the Temple Police Force is one of the largest in the country. Just (laughs) Temple University's police force. Wow. Well, they got to keep those kids safe. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, that place is shithole. Well, man, we should, uh, 
We should uh, we should talk again when you when you have uh, funnier stories because you're funnier when I talk to you on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Maybe it's too late. We'll call you in the afternoon. Next no, I time. thought you were real funny. I I'm uh, I have a cold right now, and if I laugh, I cough really hard, so I'm holding back my laughter. I'm not, and I'm not joking. <laughs> no, yeah, he keeps muting his hey. microphone. And fucking. Uh, no, no, it was funny. I don't know. I just, I, uh, you know, I love you so much, man, and and like you fucking make me laugh so goddamn hard all the time. Like your ninja mask thing, like you were driving around with a ninja mask in your car, pulling up next to people. I still have that in my car. <laughs> wait, did you, wait, what was the thing you did to your neighbors or something? Wasn't there something you did to your neighbors recently? Uh, I don't know. Fucking I, like... I, I, I'm always doing something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, start making notes and we'll call you like more regularly <laughs> because you always have went, these great fucking stories. I went to help my neighbor with a... Um, install his new dishwasher and I showed up with cut off jean shorts and a tight t-shirt tucked in. <laughs> he's looking at me. I walk in his house and he's like, what the fuck is that? Like, yeah, it's my dishwasher outfit. What are you talking about? And you have one? And he's out of there. <laughs> but I had to walk down the street where that. It's pretty funny. <laughs> what was, oh yeah. And this is uh, like, we talked about it right before I called you, but like your email address is laserwang at hotmail.com. Yes. Right. Are you like yeah. getting emails from people? I haven't recently. I got a lot from people that saw your show. Mm-hmm. Pass, but recently I haven't received anything. But uh, yeah, yeah, I haven't been on the road a lot. I've been doing a writing job. But uh, yeah. I remember when, you know, when I was doing my half hour special a couple of years ago. I was I was like possibly going to give your email address out on my special right. and then you called me because comedy central called you or something. Yeah. And you called me all concerned about like, Hey man, is this like, am I going to have to give up like the laser wang email address? Like, I don't know. I don't know if I should sign this or whatever. And I was like, dude, you're like 38. <laughs> maybe it's time to like, just maybe not have your main email address be laserwang at hotmail.com. And then you told me about like how you flip houses or whatever. And when you get a mortgage, do you remember this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell, tell Randy what you said to me. What about the, about giving my email address to like uh, official things? Yeah, yeah, like just how you like it. Like when you're like walk us through going to get a loan to buy a house at the bank. Well, I usually I deal with someone over the phone oh. and they say, and uh, do you have an email address where we can send you things? And I say, say yeah. I usually spell it. Yeah. I don't want to say laser wang. <laughs> I'm like L-A-S-E-R-W-A-N-G at hotmail.com. <laughs> Wait, laser wang? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's it. They're like, okay. There's really nothing they can say about it. It's a legit email address. That'd be a fun thing to do if, like, giving emails over the phone because then they have to repeat it. You could say anything you want and be like, oh, no, wait, not that one. How about just get them to say anything you want? (laughs) Baby Wait, your email address is dicks are smooth? Oh, (laughs) you know what? I'll just use a different one. How about... Dicks are smooth. <laughs> Dicks are smooth at smoothdick.com. Black Dicks Glisten at hotmail.com. You, uh, yeah, you sent me some pretty fucking. You, that video, dude, I've watched that video like uh, 10 times today. The, the one of the guy making the drink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. It's perfect the way he does it. But, uh, it's tough. 
But yeah, if our listeners want to email you, do you welcome that kind of? Uh... Sure. I mean, or, or they can they can check me out on uh, on Instagram. Oh at, yeah, at the Laser Wang. Real Laser Wang on Instagram. But like, if uh, <coughs> because when I give your email address out during my bid, it's all about how um, you send me the craziest, most fucked up porno <laughs> clips I've ever seen. And you still send now you do it through text, which is. I mean, it's fine. I still like some of them. I, I'm like, I see where this is going and I don't fucking watch it. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll give it out. Like actually the Hungry Hungry Hippos, that joke that I have is, is because of a clip that you saw. And if, uh, yeah, if you guys listening aren't familiar with the joke, it's uh, there's a, it's a white chick in the middle of like, I don't know, four black guys, five black guys. <laughs> With her dicks hanging out. She's on her knees and her dicks are out at her face level and she's going from dick to dick, just sucking them like up, 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 up. <laughs> and then uh, one of the guys looks down at her and goes, yeah, yeah, you going all hungry, hungry hippos up in this motherfucker. <laughs> and you sent me that clip and I would tell that joke and, I, and like a lot of times people are like, ah, come on. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Don't blame me. Laser wang. Uh, email him. <laughs> and then people would email you like sometimes because you would call me like, if I did, like, a big show opening for someone or something, you'd be like, hey, did you do a show? Because I'm getting all these emails. And you would send them shit. Yeah. And you would get, like, replies of people going, like, please stop. I didn't think this was real. This is my uh, work email. <laughs> I told them they, they brought this on themselves. <laughs> do you still have, uh, like, a, a healthy email chain going with, like, fucking with everybody or no? Not really. Like, like you were saying, I do everything through text now. <laughs> You're like, uh, You've evolved. Yeah. He's, he's like grown with the times. Technology. You've yeah. really grown up. And by yeah. that, I mean, <laughs> not really. <laughs> so I if I... Uh, good videos from Mexico every day. Yeah. Yeah. There are some good ones. There was that like Mexican Sarah Palin lady you were sending me videos of. Didn't you send me those? The, uh, hmm? She's from Ecuador, I believe, or Chile or something. Yeah, right. But the little, it was like a midget Sarah Palin who is like Hispanic. Yeah, transvestite. He's a transvestite dude. Oh, really? Yes, soy la pequeña Sarah Palin. That one. (laughs) Well, if anybody anybody wants to see that video, you can email John, right? (laughs) Laserwang at hotmail.com. And he'll send you like actually this might this will give you something else to do. You're in the diapers now, right? You've been uh sending me these uh tagging me in these like diaper Facebook uh <laughs> girls wearing diapers. Yeah. Is that your new thing? No, it's not my new thing. Someone sent something <laughs> they tagged me on something like that and then I, I found a whole bunch of it. It's like a, a whole thing. It's, yeah, a whole it's all thing on Instagram. It's fucking insane. Yeah, it's hot. Well, what are you doing tomorrow? Are you going to hang out with your Puerto Rican wife and fucking make more babies or whatever? No, I'm done with the babies. Wait, is your wife's whole Venezuelan family with you or something? No. Her, my mother-in-law is here now, but she's going back in a few weeks. <laughs> and she was afraid of a tornado recently or something? <laughs> yeah, did I send you the picture? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Photoshop. She... Re- you got a tornado warning. There's never tornadoes here. But right. if there are, it's like very minor. Yeah. And there was a tornado warning. She 
she grabbed my kids and stuck them in the bathtub <clears> in the basement. <laughs> and, and then she thought the roof was going to blow off the house, and she got afraid. Then she took them across the street to the neighbor's house, and, and they, they laughed at her. You know, she's not. <laughs> like a tornado. Are you kidding me? Oh, what was the thing, before we go, the, the hat, um, we were talking about Paul fucking the girl and you taking pictures. Right. And uh, what was, when we had, what was the Zodiac sign that you had? The, the Gemini. Gemini, had, right. Uh, one, there's old, like in the, in the 80s, the guys used to wear their sign on their on a winter hat with a little pom-pom on the top. Yeah, like a knit cap. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, uh, I bought one that had Gemini on it. I'm not really a Gemini, but it's the only one I could find. And I, I was in my room. I was, I guess, teenage or early 20s. And I was telling this girl that the light was out in the room. And I'm like, you know, they call me the Gemini, right? Like, we're laying there naked. And she's like, what? What are you talking about? I'm like, I'm the Gemini. You, you want to know why they called me a Gemini? She's like, what? I put the hat on because it was dark. And I turned the TV on so the whole room lit up. And I was in her face with the hat on. I said, "Cause I look like this." <laughs> <laughs> the Gemini hat in her face. She was just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's like a joke, fucking. <laughs> you know, when I was younger, I don't even think I really liked to have sex with girls. I just liked to do things to them, so I had funny stories the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I used to, they told this girl to rub lube on my ass one time, just just to freak her out. I was like, just rub it all over my ass. Go ahead, do it, do it. She's like, "What? Why am I doing this?" I'm like, "Just do it, do it." I understand why you're friends with Brendan. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it's good stuff. Do you still see uh, Matt Far or uh, yeah, Matt Farley, right? Yeah. That's we Different. have a we have a friend named Matt Farley who makes uh, songs. Uh, he's got like eighteen thousand songs on iTunes. But you know right. Matt, Matt Farley, who's a cop now, right? Yeah, he's a detective for Philly. He's a detective now. Yeah. Do you ever still see him? Um, I talk to him every now and again. I, I was out with him once last year. Right, but, but he's like a total he's too, cop. He's too crazy. Yeah, he's a cop. Too crazy, he like still in what? Drinks till four in the morning. I can't oh. do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, how about oh, uh? Wait, go ahead. I said I'm old and I have a family. I, I like it's late for me right now. Yeah, I know. Thanks for. Uh, well, I'm glad you didn't have work tomorrow. Yeah. So we got to talk. Uh, well, um, yeah, I will let you go, but maybe we could, uh, you know, compile some shit that you do at uh at work or whatever, and we'll check in <laughs> with you more regularly because I'm sure people will uh will like uh. We'll like to hear more stories. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll tape stuff. I'll videotape some things. All right. Um, well, come uh, come out to L.A. at some point when your wife goes to Venezuela <laughs> or something. I'd love to. Yeah, Volpe came out here. We went and saw Motley Crue. Yeah, he told me. He told me the whole story. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to go because we got to do, uh, do another thing. <clears throat> All right. Um, but it was good talking to you, man. Yeah, it was good talking to you. Good talking to you, Randy. Yeah, dude. Nice, nice talking to you. Nice to meet you. He gives have, Randy have a glimpse nice into my childhood. Yeah, that's great. All right, John. <laughs> tell your wife I said I love her. Oh, I will. All right. Me, me too. All right. All right. Bye. bye. I love you. Lo- lo- I love you, Brendan. All right. All right. All right. Bye. 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 
Sorry for talking so much. No, uh, I think that's perfect. Like, I I don't, uh, you know, the more I laugh and stuff, the more I cough. That was, like, a perfect episode. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. I didn't, I don't think he told me that lube on his ass story. (laughs) Well, that's, like, the type of, you know what I mean? Like, that's how uh, I know you. Yeah. That type of stuff. (laughs) 